0: Good evening everyone. This is Dr. Mike Chua, Physical Therapist. And yes, today we were we are gonna talk about the five habits of healthy, wealthy, happy human being with Joel Remandaban. He's also a physical therapist. We'll be back in a few seconds, okay? <laughs> Good evening, good evening, good evening, my uh, Facebook friends, YouTube friends, uh, podcast friends. If you're watching live, comment live, watching on a replay, comment replay. Well, before I keep on going, thank you very much for those people uh, who've been subscribed and following our YouTube channel and also our uh, podcast. I really, really appreciate you, every single one of you, and those people who are uh, following and everything. But before I keep on going... If you need CEU, Continuing Education Units or Classes, check out MedBridgeEducation.com, MedBridgeEducation.com. Use the code ALTERNATIVE, A-L-T-E-R-N-A-T-I-V-E. It gives you, like, I think, 40% discount. All right, but before I keep on going, again, I just would like to encourage you. I got this little thing here, calendar that I saw, saw, I bought. It says here, just you being there. Whether you're a woman or a man, changes the whole thing. All right, it says here just you being there changes the whole thing, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes we just have to show up. It's like what I'm doing right now. I'm just showing up, whether I have a a person who was interviewing or not or talking to. I just show up, you know, regularly and just being there. You know, say if you can be there for someone else, just just be there. All right, be present. You no, know, that's just my kids will always tell me that. Even my wife, she's like, Oh, you're here, but you're not even present. You know, they will, she would always remind me. So, uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and bring in our special guest for tonight. His name is uh, Joel Romandiban. He's actually also a physical therapist, but uh, I've been following him, you know, probably like two or three years already uh, in one of the group that I'm in, you know, like a mastermind group, and then I'm really inspired by his, in his life. You know why? Because he's a physical therapist. I mean, obviously, he's a dad. And then he, I saw his journey getting his kidney transplant. All right. I don't know if we're going to talk about that today, but uh, his topic for today is the five habits of healthy, wealthy, and happy people. But I also want to ask him, you know, his journey in pushing and in, 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 you know, looking at the best things in life. Because I, mean, I saw him. Asking people for help. Hey, I need a kidney. I need help. And he. sometimes we just need help, ladies and gentlemen. We forget to ask help. We're like, oh, I don't need help. I think I can do it all. And sometimes we just have to use, you know, asking. A-S-K, you know, the ask method, you know, ask method. A-S-K, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. And knock and it will be open to you. Ask, you know, asking the right questions. Don't ask somebody you know random people ask the right person right just like in therapy people you know we got clients that will come in our clinic and they would ask the question to a physical therapist like me and i would give them the right answer imagine if they asked me about some random stuff like uh let's just say about cars well i know a little bit about, about cars but let's just say uh, about makeups all right hey dr mike uh what do you know about you know foundation i don't know that's my wife's expertise right And so when you're asking, you know, ASK, letter A is asking you, you have to write, you have to ask the right person, okay? Next letter is letter S. You got to learn how to seek, you know, seek and you shall find. Whatever you're looking for, you're going to find it. And that's what Joel did. Joel or Joel, you know, the American accent. Joel, right? So uh, you got to seek whatever you're looking for. He was looking for a kidney. Guess what he found? He found a kidney, right? (laughs) for himself right and then last but not least letter k you gotta learn how to knock knocking on that right door keep knocking ladies and gentlemen that's what he did kept on knocking did that first door open no he probably knocked a thousand times looking for his kidney well guess what on his nine hundred nine ninth time did he stop no because the next door could be your next breakthrough so just keep knocking okay all right. Without further ado, we're gonna bring in, uh, the master, uh, whatever they call him, uh, Joel Ramandaban. He's a physical therapist.
1: What's up, Mike?
0: There you are, Mr. Joel Ramandaban. I like saying your last name, man. So, uh, uh, could you please tell us again who you are, what you do, and uh, how can we find? How can we find? How can we find the five habits of healthy,
1: wealthy? Uh, people, sir. Well, first, I'm still looking for the habits of healthy, wealthy, and happy humans. But in the process of that, um, I went through a lot of hardships. Um, first, my name is Joel. I was born, raised in the Philippines. Went to uh, University of Santo Tomas. From I was actually born in the hospital there. Then I went to grade school, high school, and then college and physical therapy, graduated on my 20th birthday, March 27, 87, came to the U.S. on 8, 8, 8, 8, 8 with only I $800 to my, yeah, I'm a true and true Tomasian. So I came here to Texas, arrived in Texas um, with only $800 to my name. I purposely did that because I, I believe uh, in the uh, in, in numerology so to some extent. And um, when I was in the Philippines, uh, when I was an infant, I had either acquired, it was, I'm not sure if it's genetic, but I had this ailment. It's an autoimmune disease called igienypropathy, that I almost died when I was an infant. Now, had it not been for my father, who was back then alive, of course, who was a doctor, a family doctor back in our town in Tabangaleite, I would have been dead. So my mother discovered that I was being dark, foul-smelling, frothy urine. So my father saw it and immediately lied to me, Correctly and saved my life. That was my first uh, near-death experience. Um, I had two since then, so that's a total of three. So I came to the US, unbeknownst to me, uh, my kidney disease was progressive. So I was working first as a traveling therapist for six years, and then I opened my own clinic, and then I opened my own home health agency. And at age 35, which was almost 20 years ago, I had back pain and went to seek uh, my doctor, my nephrologist, my kidney specialist help. And the moment I told her that um, uh, I have a history of kidney disease, the immediate response was to get a... Uh, what do you call this, um, biopsy of my kidney. And sure enough, at the time, I was around 34, 35. Um, she discovered that I, was, I already was in stage three. And so by the time uh, 2010 came, which I was when I turned 43, it was already stage four. Then I had a wake-up call. So I immediately decided to change my life, change my diet, change my my habits. Back then, I already developed obesity. I was 35% uh, BMI. Uh, my BMI was 35%, which means I was uh, morbidly obese. I was 25 pounds. My weight, when I came to the Are you looking US, at me when you
0: said morbidly obese?
1: No, I did not do that. <laughs> um so when I am actually was only right now be my BMI. pounds can you imagine mm-hmm. I I shot up to like 85 uh pounds heavier by the time I reached my 35th my 15th year in America so I did a drastic change I changed I read a book um and I challenged myself to lose weight I was hoping for 30 pounds in 30 days, one pound a day, which was really unheard of, but I challenged myself and I made it to losing 29 pounds in 33 days. Now, I did it again in 2013, in the fall of 2013, I lost another 29 pounds in 33 days. So in 2018, um, beginning, uh, actually Today, <laughs> today, um, how long ago is that? 2018. Four years ago today, I launched, I actually wrote, published, and launched my Fat to Fit Fast book, which was my journey of losing 29 pounds in 33 days. Twice, I launched it on this day, four years ago, and it shot up to number one, on Amazon in three categories, um, in the time of thirty-three days, and that number has a relevant uh, or has a significance in my story later when I relate to you why I am choosing that number. It it, it has to do with you know habit formation and goal setting and how to achieve your goals realistically and and um you know uh in a smart way so that's my background and um we can talk about um anything else about the book about my five-step formula or what i've learned since then since four years ago when i published and launched it on amazon on this day four years ago
0: wow wow It's amazing so your your weight loss was it uh, a healthy weight loss or is it because of your
1: kidney disease or no actually uh, it helped me it, it was technically not a very healthy way of losing weight because typically i put on the weight for about a decade mm-hmm. all right and it, ha- it takes time to lose weight you know but 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 luckily, though, uh, it helped me prolong my my life, actually, because from age 35 to age 48, which is like 13 years, I was able to extend myself from stage 3 to stage 5, which is kidney failure, for 13 long years. Unheard of. Most people who reach stage 4, which I reached in 2010, 11 years, uh, 12 years ago, would have, would have had a kidney failure in a year or less. Mm -hmm. In fact, I have a classmate, um, Andy, who actually went from stage four to stage five in like seven, eight months. I know it was like less than a year. And I attribute that success from losing 29 pounds in 33 days back in 2010. So in a way, it was an unhealthy way of losing weight. But in the long term, it was the best thing I could do to live longer. Because by then, I would have learned about kidney transplantation. I would have learned about. You know, um, kidney um, transplantation by use of a living kidney donor. Because most of the time, this like like right now, there's a hundred twenty thousand um, people needing a transplant of an organ or another. A hundred thousand of those, hundred twenty two thousand are kidney, uh, kidney potential transplantees because mm-hmm. it takes longer to wait for a kidney because unlike liver, unlike, uh, for example, skin, unlike other organs, kidneys don't regrow. When they die, they're dead. Like by the time mm-hmm. I hit uh, kidney failure in 2015, I was already, like I was hanging on to dear life because only 11% of both my kidneys were functioning. Mm -hmm. The rest of the 89% was dead, both kidneys. Mm -hmm. So my act of deciding and then actually acting on it and making it happen saved my life in the end.
0: So, so I wrote I mean, the book what kept to help you, others. What kept, you, what kept you doing this? I mean, some people well, will be like, you know, and I mean, let's face it. We got all this COVID pandemic and everything. And some people on that depressed state right now, or they're in that denial stage or angry stage or obviously depression what kept you moving forward, Joel? I mean, my I, kids. mean I know your family or, and everything, but uh, could you please tell us? I mean, what? Yeah, my kids. You at the you time kids?
1: when I actually me, when like, I decided so i like, oh
0: gosh, I'm just going to give up, right?
1: Yeah, most people you would give do up? that. But see, my kids at the time were um, eight and four. And I was going to, it was the worst time of my life, 2010. I was going through a separation and eventually divorce. I went through a five-year custody battle. Um, I went through some uh, legal um, um, wrangling. Um, and of course, because I had kidney failure, my energy wasn't as, as good. Uh, but despite the fact that I was going through all these challenges, I was determined to live longer because of my kids, because they were so young back then. And then not only that, see, when when I hit stage five kidney failure um, on my birthday in March of 2015, all right, I... Man, I had to get two jobs to pay for my mortgage. Uh, at the time, I didn't have any car payments. Uh, my child support, my bills, you know, so much so that while I was on dialysis, I would be working with one hand, with my iPad on one hand, uh, doing quality assurance or QA review of notes of my fellow therapist in the home health agency I worked for. While my other hand, like, I don't know if you can see, see that that's my fistula is hooked up to the machine.
0: I remember you were doing some Facebook lives when you were in the dialysis machine. Yes. Oh gosh. That was yes. really, that inspiring, was 2015, man.
1: That's, that's what really we inspiring.
0: met through Greg Todd. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was so inspired and, uh, he were, I mean, this, this guy here, ladies and gentlemen, if you're, if you're still watching live comment, live watching the replay, he was doing Facebook live while he even having dialysis, he got all this tube attached to him, the blood and everything, all the tube <laughs> hanging up. And he was, he wasn't complaining. He was inspiring people. Imagine that.
1: I mean, I know it was know like, a, a, a you care. know, uh, a reality show in the mm-hmm. dialysis center. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, and then the, it, imagine that, you know, I, I, I mean, to be honest, I have a friend who has an SCI, uh, you know, uh, chest down, and he's still the one who's encouraging me. And here I am able to stand up, able to walk. He can't even get up out of the bed. And he's encouraging me. And here he's, here's Joel in the dialysis center, encouraging people you still have a purpose out there, my friends. You still have something there. If you're down and about right now, there's still something out there for you. Uh, Right, Joel?
1: Yeah, that's so true. As long as you have a why, a reason to live, and I had two main reasons to live, Simone and Anton, who were too young back then. Now they're like grown. They're pretty much very independent. But back then... You know, I was so gung ho about getting a living kidney donor that I used everything in my power to to gather as many donors as I can. Because not if you only have one or two donors, the likelihood of them being, being being a match um, would be would be high. the un The unlikelihood would be high, meaning. Yeah, yeah, I had to kiss a lot of kidneys instead of of, of princes or frogs to get that one. See, when I did this campaign, see, it was all synchronicity, Mike. I learned how to do internet marketing, which was a precursor to social media marketing for about a decade because I took a hiatus from um, or sabbatical from physical therapy and went into online marketing. And speaking, I was traveling the world speaking about email marketing. Had I not learned how to do that 10 years prior to me almost dying? So that was my second near death experience back in 2015 on my birthday weekend. And I, again, I was saved by a doctor. So happened that, you know, synchronicity of synchronicities, I went to church in the Filipino uh, Catholic Church called Santo Nino in San Antonio. Beside me was my primary doctor, Dr. Escalante. And as we were listening to the, the sermon, I was going like this, this. And he noticed that something's wrong with me. And I had a big belly. I, I, I had like what we call, um, what do you call now? Asitis. Um, and, you know, which is big belly. Um, so he he opened up his clinic on a Sunday after my Mass and tested me, and he immediately wrote a, a note, a prescription to get me to the ER to be admitted at the university hospital right then and there. Now, had not my friends Laura and um, and Mike not driven me to the oh, room, somebody else or me. Just kidding. No, it's it's the Mike. Uh, oh, I forgot his name, uh, last name now. Um, so Mike uh, and Laura, they're like my surrogate parents in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. They drove me to the ER of University Hospital in San Antonio. Right. By the time I arrived there and waited, my blood level, my hemoglobin level was at 5.5, Have had, they, had we waited another half an hour or less to get me to the ER, I would have been dead because 5.0 or lower is dead. Mm. You know, what's normal is 10 to 14. So mm-hmm. they literally, another doctor, Dr. Esclante, saved my life and my friends took me there. So it was like, you know, What do you call it? Synchronicity, divine providence. You know, it just so happened that Mm -hmm. they were, I was at the church beside my doctor and I was with Laura and Mike. It was really incredible. So that that faith and belief is very strong and having that why. Because, you know, if I didn't have any kids at the time, I would have been, I would have uh, uh, given up. So, what I learned from Internet marketing 10, 10 years prior, I applied to social media marketing so much so that I hired this team in the Philippines, okay? I had, like, three of them. One is a video editor, one was, a, like, a social media marketer, and one was, like, project manager. And um, one of my students back in, in like, the early 2000s, uh, his name is Carl um, Oka already formed this virtual uh, assistant company in the, in the Philippines. So when he thanked me, I mean, coincidence of coincidence, April 20th of 2016, right? My doctor said, you don't have any liver problems. You're ready to go. You can get your kidney transplant surgery done. Just four days later, after that appointment with a doctor, Carl messages me, thanks me for being featured, for helping him. And then he was featured in the Forbes Asia 30 Under 30. Mm -hmm. And I asked him, hey, are you in college now? I said, no, I just got done with college. In fact, I just started this outsourcing company for – Pretty much internet marketing slash social media marketing, so I hired his team. Okay, and again another coincidence. What do you call that? Synchronicity, you know that 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 faith or faith or divine providence. And then and then you know
0: we had then, this campaign of uh, divine providence. Uh, let me just show something for divine providence. <laughs> we'll be back in a few seconds. Okay, okay. go ahead. HelloNote is a truly therapist-friendly practice management solution with integrated EMR that will enhance workflow, efficiency, and patient care. HelloNote reduces error and allows you to spend more time with your patients. It comes integrated with billing. Claims are generated once a note is completed. You can bill with one click and a patient portal, which streamlines the patient intake process. Beautifully engineered and cloud-based for easy accessibility, the software works on all platforms. You can access patient records from anywhere. We also offer 24-7
1: support. HelloNote is the practice management solution that you're looking for.
0: Yes, that is HelloNote. Check it out if you need documentation system in your clinic. Check it out, HelloNote.com. Well, tonight we are interviewing uh, Joel Romandiband. He's a kidney transplant. He's been talking about his journey. And uh, in a few minutes, we're going to be talking about... The Five Habits. I mean, we're going to ask him, though. Know, the Five Habits of a healthy, wealthy, happy uh, person or human being. So let's go ahead and bring him back. Where is he at? I'm here. Oh, there he is. There you go.
1: So just I did this on uh, social media so. campaign on, on my mm-hmm. Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Continuing uh, my story. And what resulted was in less than six months from the time we started the campaign on May 1st and by September 15th, I've already gathered 42 potential living kidney donors from all over the world. Unfortunately, the main hospital took me off their list, which was University Hospital and I I was really mad but again, another synchronous event, synchronicitous event was that had I proceeded with that hospital, it would have been less than satisfactory result because I moved um, to the Methodist Transplant Hospital, which I found out later on was the number one living organ transplant center in the whole world. And it's just a few miles, uh, maybe 10, 15 miles from my house. So eventually my donor, who has been looking for a potential recipient of his spare kidney, his name is Crispy Shadow, was in San Antonio taking his grandpa to, to San Antonio, and he was he was googling for somebody. I mean, just this is an angel. This is really a he's, this guy's a godsend because he was googling, looking for someone to find a recipient of the kidney that he's been wanting to transplant for eight years, because he he learned about kidney donation living kidney donation back in 2010 same time when i reached stage four so what happened was that he found two potential recipients one was a single 30 year old guy no kids and there i was i was at that time like 50 51 with like i looked like i was he said look like you're uh, one foot uh, uh, in the grave is in the grave So I was really dying. I was like dark. I was emaciated. And most importantly, he saw my two kids who were back then um, already about 15 and 11. And um, he contacted me. We met the next day. And, you know, in like 51 days, we were transplanted. Now, the good story about it is that he's not really my direct donor. It was a four-pair donor. It's called paired exchange, where it's like a daisy chain of chain of four pairs, one donor, uh, and then one one, I guess recipient, and they like crisscross. It's it's hard to explain in just a few minutes, but it's called paired exchange. So. Again, the number one hospital that had that was Methodist Hospital in the whole world. So I was really lucky. I'm a lucky guy for being at the right place at the right time. And, you know, since then, I've been, you know, basically I started with health. And then in the past two years, I focused now on the wealth. Uh, not just wealth in money, but wealth in time, wealth in generosity, uh, and, and what I call, what most people call minimalism, which I found a better word for it. It's called essentialism, where you're not really attached to material things, but you're detached from those material things, but you're more attached to the people that you love and the experiences. So that was my focus. So my first aim was to be dialysis free. And then my second aim was to be diabetes free because my diabetes came back 6 months after I had my my um my uh transplantation. Then in the last 2 years I focused on being debt free. Um so I you know I sold my house. I I gave away pretty much most of my belongings. Um And now all my material things that I own fit in my small car. And I'm now traveling the U.S. and eventually the world uh, in the quest for this uh, concept of living the full freedom life. To me, full freedom life is a life of time freedom, location freedom, health freedom, relationship freedom, spiritual freedom, and, of course, financial freedom. So I'm on my way to that, and that's why I'm writing this book called The Five, it could be seven, Helpful Habits of Healthy, Wealthy, Happy Humans. And uh, those people who are watching this can be a part of that journey because I'm going to make this an interactive book. Hopefully, I'll finish it by this time next year, but we don't know yet. I'm still at my journey of, you know, getting those habits down. But I have some – I've done a lot of research. I've done a lot of experimenting, primarily experimenting on myself in terms of meditation, in terms of generosity, gift-giving. Like last, last month, man, I was really, really happy because I was able to help um, – at least 30 people, mostly from my town in Tabangolete, happy because I've given the most Christmas gifts to my family and and some people in my town. And that made me really, really happy. And of course, you know, uh, having my two kids, being healthy, smart, good-looking, uh, that makes me happy. Just watching their videos and pictures makes me happy. So I'm still at a search for these, you know, five habits of happy people or healthy, wealthy, happy people.
0: Perfect, perfect. Well, so have you
1: written those five actual habits or not yet? Um, I have not written the book. I'm in the process Mm -hmm. of writing. I know generosity or what I call wealth and abundance is part of it. Like giving, because see, here's the thing. The people who are happiest are not necessarily the most financially successful. In fact, uh, I've, 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 I've read some studies, uh, listened to some podcasts where um financially wealthy or prosperous people are actually some of the most miserable because they're attached to their money. Mm-hmm. Okay. In fact, there was a there's a book I just finished reading and listening to at least a couple of times. It's called Die With Zero. Have you encountered that book, Mike? No, not yet. But I've been it's written by a poker player named Bill Perkins. He's also, uh, I think he started a hedge fund. Anyways, he's a venture capitalist as well as a poker player uh, on the side, but he made his money in Wall Street pretty much and then angel investing. So what he says in that book, in summary is this, you die with zero. In fact, I read another book from 20 years ago Written by Mark, I believe the last is uh, Levin. It's called Die Broke. Same concept. And that is instead of accumulating your wealth, which you can't take with you, you actually give it away while you're still alive. And your goal is to die with zero money and zero regrets. So true. That's that's so true. one. That's one concept. Another concept you know, is. You don't even have to go far,
0: you know. The Bible itself, it's better to yes. give than to receive. You know, just you know, exactly. The, there was this somewhere. It's between Genesis and Revelation. It says it was uh, Jesus. Somebody asked Jesus, you know, you got to give up everything and then follow me. You got to learn how to give up. You have to learn how to let go stuff, stuff because uh, that's how we are. That's how it is. You know, even in boxing. You know, you just can't receive all this punches. You got to give it out so you can knock out the competition. (laughs) All right, uh, Joel, any last parting wisdom for our
1: uh, listeners and
0: watchers out there?
1: Well, I'd like to invite them to my uh, Facebook group at FatToFitFast.com because I'm going to be updating the book, not by writing another book with the same title, but actually applying it. And I am going to start a challenge it's called the 33-Day Challenge um, on how to be healthy, wealthy, happy. Because in my opinion, and in my experience, it all starts with your health. Without health, you have nothing. Without health, you don't have energy. Okay? You can have all the money in the world, but not your health. You're, you're basically dead. Okay, you might as well be dead broke. Now the second um habit that again I learned more and experienced would be the habit of 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 being wealthy. Um I chanced upon this movement called the fire movement just six, seven months ago. I was introduced to it by a fellow physical therapist, Jared. Um and it's called fire, financial financial independence, retire early, and that's that's my path that I'm taking right now. Um, and then the last part is, of course, is happiness. Whether you call it love, contentment, generosity, altruism, um, it's still in the umbrella of being. Happy or being well—it's like a well-being thing. Again, I'm just in the process of learning all this, but for now, what they can do is join uh, and go to fattofitfast.com, join my group, and um, I'll even give away to some lucky members of that group a digital copy of my book Fat to Fit Fast, and I'll be doing some some um, videos and audios. Uh, to to basically get this started, um, the challenge, the 33-day challenge. And I'm hoping to start that in the next couple of weeks. So that's like my parting words for
0: now. All right. Again, thank you very much, Joel. Appreciate you. Again, thank you very much, my Facebook friends. Before I let you go, always remember the word fast, F-A-S-T, letter F. Find friends that will bring out the best in you because you are the average of the five people you hang out with. So who are you hanging out with today? Today I hang out with Joel. I feel like uh, I'm amazing now, just like him, right? And next letter is letter A, take action. All this stuff that we're doing, is not going to do me good. It's not even going to do Joel good if you don't take action. Take action, reach out to him, go to his group, uh, wh- uh, follow his, uh, his Facebook page or whatever he does. Take action, all this stuff, all right? And next letter is letter S, share and subscribe. The more shares, the better. The more subscription, the better, right? And then last but not least is letter T is teach it. Why? Because when you hear it, you forget. When you see it, you remember. But when you're actually teaching it, just like what Joel is doing, you're actually going to understand it more. Again, thank you very much, my Facebook friends. Be awesome. Or podcast and YouTube friends, be awesome, be excellent, and be great. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.